Hey everybody, thanks for coming back for another episode of the podcast. Today, I want to introduce you to somebody who I think is really cool. I found this young woman through TikTok, and I gotta tell you right now, she floored me. She's got so much to say, and it's enlightening, because right now, for me personally, I'm trying to see the world and see society from a different perspective other than my own and other than what I'm seeing on media. So TikTok is great for that because I'm finding all kinds of awesome people on there. And my next guest is no exception. She's wonderful. And yeah, I can't wait to introduce you to her. So get ready. This is a very interesting topic. This is the Little Bit Podcast. So Anulin is 19 and she is a communist. <gasps> communist. <laughs> I know people are like, what? <laughs> um, but let's hear this out because everybody knows that communism is kind of like a taboo. So, so Anulin, the floor is all yours. All right. Okay. So, um, I guess I should start with like the the basic definition of, of communism. It is a stateless, classless, moneyless society, um, which is basically what exactly what it means. It means there's no state, uh, there's no money, so no currency, um, and there's no class. Um, essentially, we would move away from um, sort of this narrative or the society that capitalism uh promotes which is like individualism in which we're in constant comp- competition with each other and we're all trying to reach these this level of success at the top right um so it's a hierarchy mm-hmm. under communism we all live as a community really um okay. we all help each other we build from each other we all give what we can and we receive what we need in order to survive. So those are pretty much like... So like a community garden. Yes, that's a perfect example. Ooh, okay. I do love a community garden. (laughs) So, okay, so that's our definition. Why do you feel communism gets a bad rap? Right. So uh, uh, most of it has to do with Western propaganda, really, um, and colonialism. I mean... no secret that the United States and other European countries got to where they are now by colonizing um, yes. land. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, a lot of what communism is inspired by is by these colonized people and their way of living. So when um, colonization came around, you know, they're, they're, they're not really into that. Uh, they want to uh, improve, 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 have efficiency, um, move away from what they call this like savage lifestyle, mm. um, which, as we know, is very uh, ignorant. Um, okay. And so it, it really just gets a bad, uh, a bad rep because it goes against everything uh, that the elites, that the rich want. Under communism, there's no such thing as richness, and there's also no such thing as homelessness. So when you have communism, you don't have this, like, billionaires. 
Right. Everyone's on the same playing ground. Okay. Okay. So I've, you know, I've done some reading on this and, you know, through, through high school and college, you know, you, you read about all the, the, the famous um, communists of our time, including Marx, who was the, the most famous. Um, yes. yes. And I'm sure you've read him as well. But what do you think about, you know, if, if this was something that society could, could adopt in some form, um, where would you begin, you know, with your understanding of like, you know, just how this hierarchy is structured, what kind of crazy BS we're already in, <laughs> all the, all the <laughs> stuff we'd have to kind of overcome, where would you start first? And like, how would you kind of, I don't know, transition into more of a communist society? Yeah. Well, um, such a good question. And there's so many different um, schools of thought about this. I personally adhere more to this whole like revolution, which you probably heard of where like eat the rich kind of stuff. Um, But there's some people that believe that uh, capitalism is a system. uh, So eventually it'll collapse on its own. Um, but I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that one. I believe that, uh, I adhere more to the school of thought of like Malcolm X in which, uh, violence is necessary in order, in order to like topple the system. Mm-hmm. So I've also heard from people, a few people that they think that capitalism is already kind of crumbling. It's on the way out. There's a lot of uh, faults with it. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's just getting worse. You know, it's almost like we're servants to a few, right? And mm-hmm. we're making all this money for other people. And we're just in this yeah. rat race. And it freaking sucks. Um, that's part of, I mean, gosh, it's part of the reason why I refuse to work an office job. Just because I just, I feel like I'm just, you know, I want to stick it to the man, yeah. you know. And that's why I decided <laughs> <laughs> decided to work this job in in the arts, if you will, I guess you can call carpentry and art, but I just find it to be a little bit, I distance myself a bit from all that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, no, yeah. Uh, yeah. What you're referencing is uh, called late stage capitalism mm-hmm. is what people believe that we're already in. So okay. yeah, it is crumbling down and more people are becoming aware, mm-hmm. which is like one of, it's probably the, the first step towards like um like overcoming the system it's it's class consciousness and awareness in which uh you know we notice that like what you said we're we're working so hard but none of the money goes to us it all goes to these big corporations right big big companies Mm -hmm. um, and we get nothing in return uh yeah it's 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 really that and and Mm -hmm. people finally uniting together and saying you know f this Mm -hmm. I feel like that's already happening for sure. Um, and then, yeah. like, you know, the other thing that makes me mad, and tell me if, if you feel this way, is that, like, there's so, it's so easy for the rich to escape responsibility and to, like, escape taxes and escape, you know, just, it's like they're untouchable. It's so crazy yeah. to me. And um, like Jeff Bezos and all this stuff. I'm thinking, dude, Mm -hmm. just imagine what you could do if the money that you were supposed to pay in taxes or whatever, like if that went to to marginalized individuals or that went to homelessness or that went Mm -hmm. to 
whatever, like something positive, how much of a difference mm-hmm. you could make if you just freaking paid your share. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, no. Um, I think someone has done like the the math for it, but like if pro- Jeff Bezos could probably end world hunger and still <gasps> be like freaking rich. Dang. Oh my so gosh, like it's like crazy. It's yeah, it's crazy. Nobody, nobody should be that rich. <laughs> no, I nobody. agree. It's not, it's almost like unfathomable. And and I just think to myself like, okay, I, if I imagine if I were that rich, let's just say if I was that mm-hmm. rich, and I've been living this way for the better part of like a decade or something like that. I don't know. There's something inside my heart that I'd be like get this money out of my face like do something with it you know what i mean mm-hmm. um somebody did tell me one time though that jeff bezos doesn't have the three billion 300 billion or whatever he's worth he's it's all in the company like, or something like that yeah. and i'm like, like well, it's like um yeah exactly yeah okay so understanding it in agreement with you but what what made you kind of be like yeah this is for me like this is what I'm into like this is what I agree with so I I am from a low-income neighborhood that is predominantly Hispanic and so uh when I was growing up you know I would I would notice things um so for example my parents they worked two plus jobs and and sometimes we would still have to worry about like making rent or having food on the table and I was just like this doesn't look right um and as I was growing up uh you know I would I would talk to friends about this and we were all just like yeah it sucks but like that's the way life is and it wasn't until I got to college really that I started having these conversations with other people and I started like you know, in classes, I go to a liberal arts school. So like, you know, it's, uh, you do like the readings on like these radical people. And I realized I'm like, oh my God, this is what I've been talking about. What is this? And then Mm. people are just like, it's, 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 you're complaining about capitalism. I was just like, oh my God, that's crazy. And then I was just like, and then when I would imagine like, what would be like, uh, I wouldn't say like perfect society, but like some, like, reminisce over like like uh the way indigenous people used to live or whatever like everyone working as a community is just like yeah that's communism and mm-hmm. so I started reading more on it mm-hmm. and I loved it I fell in love with it I, I love being a communist <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's cool I mean what do you do to survive like how do you like pay your bills and not like want to scream <sighs> <laughs> that's a hard one uh simply because you know uh, yeah, as much as we like shout and scream about how much we hate capitalism and how much we wanted to uh, cease to exist, right. we still do live within capitalism. And so we do still have to adhere mm-hmm. um, to that way of living. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are things that you can do to sort of not make you feel completely hopeless. So like reading theory is a great way. Mm-hmm. I know I love it because it makes me feel like I'm not crazy and that <laughs> other people are like, validating these thoughts that I've been having since forever yeah um you can also do mutual aid that's like a big 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 one 
in in leftist uh, circles that people really push towards this like mutual aid where you go out towards your community um, and just give. Uh, a good example is like community fridges where a group can set up like a community fridge and just like for homeless people or anyone who's in need to just take what they need. I love that. People, I mean, I'm mm-hmm. seeing a lot of that. That's that's happening sort of little by little. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Go on, sorry. Oh. <laughs> um, if you can, donating to, to um, groups mm-hmm. uh, that that help of whatever cause you want or, or whatever, like it could be homelessness or it could be, um, what are other ones? Uh, uh, helping marginalized communities of all sorts, like anything really, if, if you have the means to totally donate. Um, and also like, uh, you're a carpenter, right? Like, yeah, that's a great way to do mutual aid and like uh, building stuff in order to like uh, help people out. Yes, I love that. I mean, even, um, you know, it's crazy. I, I say Habitat for Humanity, you know, because I'm like, yes, you know, I love those kinds of mm-hmm. um, organizations. But man, there's always somebody that's got to ruin it. You know what I mean? There's some sort of crook mm-hmm. crook involved. And there's, I mean, not saying that there's crooks involved in that organization necessarily, but I love all that. But I just hate when people take advantage of those situations that are actually just trying to help people. Yeah, you know, but if I could do that yeah. by myself, that'd be awesome. Um, I would love to just be able to get grants and, um, you know, and do that and like build homes and build facilities for people. I mean, I don't know why we as a society thought it was a good idea to just leave all those people on the street. Like, why are we? What is wrong with us? I'm just thinking about people that live in the colder temperatures. Like, yeah. it breaks my heart to think about and- it. It really is. It, it It's still this like uh, Western propaganda of like you have to work hard and by working hard, you'll succeed. And it pushes us to view homeless people as like people who are lazy, who gave up, who right. are worthless, who, 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 who didn't work hard and they deserve to be where they are. It really is that when in reality, it's just like, no, this is your fellow like human being. And you should notice like the structures of power that make it so that some people just can't succeed. That's where like race and class and gender all come in. um, Where like there are these other structures that Mm -hmm. prevent other people from succeeding that isn't like a white cis het male. Right, right. (laughs) I know I looked at this picture of like uh, Congress through the years. It's just like White men, white men, white men, white men, white men, white old men. I'm like, hmm, I almost can smell the pictures. <laughs> I don't know. I'm seeing a real shift in society in, in a positive way. <clears throat> and I also think, I mean, I hate to say it, but like when the boomers are gone, I have a little bit of, I have a little bit of hope for the future. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I mean... All I know is like there's this generation that's kind of still kind of holding on to the 90s and Reaganomics and all those things from the 80s and 90s. Once all that stuff is kind of gone by the wayside, hopefully the new, you know, the new generation and the next couple generations um, will be, you know, better guide, guide us into better things. I actually am really hopeful for um, Gen X. Like people mm-hmm. that are like in their mid to late forties right now, 
Mm. I don't know why, but I just feel like those folks that they were like before social media, they really grew up without the internet, but they still understand what their parents were doing, but they didn't want to be like them. Yeah. (laughs) Well, let's see. So socialism Mm -hmm. is like communism. Socialism is like communism. You have to be a socialist to be a communist, right? Or is it the other way around? No, uh, you're kind of right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So the way that it is, is socialism is seen as as like a transitioning stage towards communism. So like if you're a communist, you kind of are like a socialist too. Right. That's what it is. Okay. There are some socialists that are just like, no, I'm not a communist. I think socialist is like where we stop. Mm. But no. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So... My last question for you about this topic um, is, are you hopeful at all that we as, a, we as a society will be able to shift our our politics and our economics to kind of, I don't know, kind of go into more a communist society? Uh, I, I mean, obviously, I'm hopeful that yes. It is, I think it is possible a hundred percent. Um, but it just, it just takes a lot of, it's, t- it's going to take up time and, and a lot of hard work. And, uh, so for example, like TikTok is such a bubble. So like whenever I'm on TikTok, I just see all these people. They're like, we all agree. They think like me. I'm just like, yes, like we're, we're closer, we're closer. And then I got into the real world and I realized like, no, damn, uh, we're not there yet right um but i mean i mean what would i mean i know we kind of talked about it a little bit but what what do you think would be a way to for the people out there that are like ew like how can you make them go oh um because it's all about how beautiful things are sometimes you know if it looks ugly to someone how do you make it pretty yeah um i think uh like uh a way to become like uh, radicalized if, if you aren't doing it from like personal experiences is just simply like you really, really, really just have to care for other people and mm. empathize. And if you honestly don't care for others, then I don't. If, if you could um, wow. yeah. even begin to to understand communism. Wow. Um, or even socialism, really. I mm-hmm. think if you, if you look into yourself and you're just like, I, I'm looking at things right now and I don't think they're good and I don't think this is fair. I think this should this isn't the way that it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. That's where you can really begin looking mm-hmm. into yourself and just like analyzing things, really, and paying more attention to the things around you. Wow. That's good. I like it. It was a real pleasure to speak with Anulin today. There's so much I didn't know, and I'm really glad I got to talk to her. I'm definitely going to have her back. If you have any questions or comments, head over to the blog, www.thelittlebitpodcast.com. The Little Bit Podcast is recorded and produced by me, Joni Sprague, in Orange County, California.